marriage, house, children? For a very long time, the choice to have children in a marriage felt preordained. It was what one did. Couples that would not have children rarely did so by choice. But not every couple decides that this is the course for their relationship. Our couple today entered into marriage not knowing what they were going to do when it came to this monumental decision and ultimately chose a life of abundance together without children. What happens when a couple invests all that time, energy, and resources that they would spend on children into their relationship instead? I am your host, Trevor White, and this is Marriage Stories. All right. This week on Marriage Stories, we are lucky to be joined from the Aloha State by Jim and Lori. Welcome, Jim and Lori. Hello. Hi. Hey, Trevor. Thanks so much for being with us this week. So um, our audience is excited to meet you. Can you, who wants to introduce who here? I'll go first. (laughs) All right. Jim, introduce us to Lori. This is Lori. Uh, she's uh, my lovely bride of 33 years. Oh, well, 33 years tomorrow. Um, nice. She, Happy anniversary. Why, thank you. Thank you, Trevor. She grew up in Riverside, California and nice. is an RN. And uh, most of her career, she's been a school nurse, but she's done other things as well. And um, mm-hmm. when we moved to Hawaii five years ago, she went into uh, home health care. And just recently she started doing um, school nursing again. Uh, she has nice. some very fun hobbies that, that include knitting and mm. sewing, um, which she, uh, she loves making things for other people. And uh, mm-hmm. we have some things around our house as well that uh, we sleep under a blanket that she made. And uh, right. I know that uh, you have some things of hers as well. So, <laughs> yeah, we should at this point, we should acknowledge I'm your nephew. All right. We're related. And one, of our, one of our we favorite have, nephews. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least in the top five. The top ten. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I, I do have a blanket and, and my son has a blanket. And unfortunately, well, actually, this is the one you made, Jim. Yes. Unfortunately, recently, he said it's a little too spiky. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think you'll probably, I'm sure you'll get to work at, uh, at fixing that. I, I soon. think he will grow into the, the spiky and maybe even spiciness of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jim, you're saying Lori, Lori's excited, gets excited about knitting, sewing, um, anything else that, that, you know, gets Lori going. Oh, boy. <laughs> we're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> Boy, now put me on the spot. I, I threw out the two things that I was I was sure of. I've been practicing for a week. <laughs> well, what about you know? I mean, you're both Lakers fans, yes, right? Yeah. And and so, right, so and Lori is a sports fan. That um, when we first got married, she wasn't a sports fan, and yeah, it, it just it makes my heart go pitter patter mm-hmm. when I when I love to tell the story of how she became a sports fan. She just she just uh, noticed that that I enjoyed watching sports and and a lot of mm-hmm. you know football on Sundays, and so mm-hmm. she said, "I'm go- I'm going to get interested in this." And and to mm-hmm. do that, um, for her, she had to find a person to root for, 
And this mm-hmm. was uh, back in the Peyton Manning heyday. And mm-hmm. he was just a very easy person to root for. So she says, I'm going to be a Colts fan. And yeah. lo and behold, she becomes a Colts fan. And the next thing you know, she's in three fantasy football leagues <laughs> and keeping track of everybody doing everything and listening yeah. to ESPN, uh, ESPN nonstop. Right. Um, right. You know, scour- scouring the sports section of, of pages and websites and things. And then, you know, and this was a real transformation from their stories of her bringing books to sporting. Yeah, I took her to a Laker game when we were dating and she fell asleep. And so, worse. yeah, yeah. we were newlyweds, actually. We so, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, it, it is. It's quite a transformation. And uh, yeah. it, it's it's just fun because I've always enjoyed uh, being uh, fans mm-hmm. of, of teams and, and to watch her do that as well. And, and yeah. um, sometime I, sometimes I get a little embarrassed when she starts talking about players and I, and I have no idea who she's talking you don't about. Know. And, right. and when my right. friends start talking to her about sports <laughs> stuff, that is over my head. So, right. but anyhow, right. Uh, yeah, that's, that's one yeah. of uh, her hobbies as well. Nice. And, and what is it that you'd say drew you to her? Um, <laughs> well, let, let's be perfectly honest. Uh, she was a smoking hot chick. How about that? Uh, All right. I, I, she, she physically was beautiful, just, just gorgeous. And as I got to know her, she just is just a fun person to be around. Uh, just, uh, uh, fun. She's got a great sense of humor that, uh, she, First of all, I think enjoys most laughing at me and then she'll be willing to laugh with me, but she's not, not, uh, she won't stop it. She'll laugh at herself as well. She she knows Mm -hmm. when something funny happens to her, she's willing to laugh at herself. And so, um, she has a, a a fabulous sense of humor. And, um, Mm -hmm. uh, one of my favorite stories that I like to tell people that she probably doesn't know. I tell people. When we moved to Hawaii, we live on a street with not very many people. And there's there's only a couple mm-hmm. kids. And at Halloween, um, for our own guilty pleasure, we bought a big bag of snack size candy bars, you know, mm-hmm. for, for the two kids that are going to come <laughs> trick-or-treating at our door. Um, and so we probably bought them a week and a half before Halloween. And she's off at work and I'm home and I think, okay, you know what? I'm going to sneak one of these things. So I go to the bag and lo and behold, the bag's open. And so I can tell that there's some gone. And so I yes. send her a text. I said, you know, something's wrong with the bag. I think rat's gone in it. I, I need to find the receipt to take it back to Target where we bought it. And she goes, the receipt's probably in the trash. Ignore the wrappers that are already in there. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of sense of humor just... Uh, Yes. Just draws me to her even more. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Wonderful. So, so Lori, is this a fitting introduction to you? I, you know, it's, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, and the sadly is, honestly, when, after we moved to Hawaii, I am not as much of a sports fan. We do not get ESPN radio. So mm, um, that's tough. Yeah, it is. That's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Your turn. Okay. Jim. Well, this is Jim, who is my handsome husband of almost 33 years. And 
<sighs> um, Jim retired from teaching about five years ago when we moved. Mm-hmm. What did he teach? Um, he taught high school math. And, mm-hmm. you know, one of our fun little stories is that Jim was teaching high school math when I was in high school, but not the same high mm-hmm. school. Right. Um, so Jim has been retired, moved here. We are on a street with very few people. And so Jim has established more um, hobbies, I think, since we moved here. He's become somebody who works with wood. He's a wood make- He made some furniture, um, some new nice. chairs in our front yard or front mm-hmm. of Lanai. Mm-hmm. And he also has taken up cooking, um, mostly ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's that's an essential food I, I, group. I think you guys had some yeah. ice cream when you guys were visiting. We have, and, yes, um, yes. And which is kind of nice because our neighbors just love the ice cream and Jim will make batches mm-hmm. of ice cream and share them. Everybody at Christmas gets mm-hmm. ice cream. And I mean, yeah. wouldn't you want to be in a neighborhood where somebody would bring you ice cream? I would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, so, that sounds great, especially in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jim yeah. is an avid golfer. And mm-hmm. he's definitely a sports fan. Uh, Does Jim have in his golf career here a best game? Do you remember? Is there any I, moment that he would point I know out that as he the, has some the greatest really good game? games? I think back in um, the early 2000s, he was very good. And he had, mm-hmm. were you at par for one of those tournaments? Uh, no. Almost par, but he, <laughs> um, but he also, I mean, you, I don't know if you, you won a couple Yes. And amateur, you know, um, San Bernardino, Riverside County. Right. Yeah. 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 And he's a sports fan. You mentioned. So we already talked about the Lakers here. Does he have a favorite Laker? Who's Jim's favorite Laker? For sure. Magic. Um, And I think some of our favorite moments were, you know, going to Laker games and following Mm -hmm. The Lakers, back with Kobe and Shaq in 2000, Mm -hmm. um, that's when I think, honestly, is where I think I really moved over to being a sports fan because they were some amazing games that I still remember Mm -hmm. getting up on the couch screaming when Robert Ory hit some shots and, you know, just big fun. I was a Kings fan at that time. It was really fun, Trevor, to... You know, talk about that with you, actually, as I recall. It always has been. It has right, been. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> and so Trevor is my nephew, but, you know, Jim yes. got him through marriage. Um, yeah. Jim was a- And I'm occasionally Jim's nephew, depending <laughs> on his Usually mood. when you want money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. that, that's when I'm your uncle. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> my dear Uncle Jim. Yes. Um, Jim mm. is also uh, an amazing... Um, son he um Mm -hmm. he's was very close he's very close with his mom and is very close with his dad before his dad passed away Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. gosh what else you know he has a fabulous sense of humor um i enjoy Mm -hmm. making him laugh more than almost anything that is Mm -hmm. this gives me a great feeling when when he's laughing with me um and jim is my best friend and has been for all of our married lives and person mm-hmm. I want to talk to first. Anything's mm-hmm. going on. And and what was the first moment you remember being attracted to Jim? Um, <laughs> I know it was um, back when we were. I started going to the uh, same church he was going to, and I mm-hmm. just remember going in the evenings to um, 
the church and like trying to sit by Jim because he was so good looking. Mm-hmm. And I, right. and also he was on a softball team and I would go and mm-hmm. watch the games and keep score. And he was always yeah. somebody I really enjoyed being around and nice. um, flirting with a little bit, but I was, you know, a bit younger and it probably wasn't somebody you would consider flirting with back when would, I was, it would have been very inappropriate. <laughs> when I was 16 or 17. Lori is eight and a half years younger than I am. Yeah. So, so there's an age gap there that, but we, we started dating at the appropriate time. When I turned 20. Yes. Yes. Almost immediately after I turned 20 (laughs) and, um, and we got married when I was still 20. So um, it, yeah. So we started dating and pretty quickly, I think fell in love and, um, mm-hmm. got engaged and got married. I was at a place in my yeah. life. I just um, was in my last year of nursing school to get an associate degree in nursing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I look back and think, what in the world? We were so young. And well, you were, I was, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so very true. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was at a place that I was ready to start my career um, as yeah. a nurse, but I still, I look at 20 year olds and think, what in the away um, right yeah but they would yeah it's kind of interesting because you know jim you got when, when y'all got married you were a little bit like the average age uh, you know of a male getting married i don't know and, what's and, the average you know, age obviously it, uh, 28 oh, so you okay were so 28 yeah, i was 29 yeah, you were right there or was like 20, yeah. you're Where'd above you? i mean you've always been above average yeah well <laughs> that's my goal yeah, <laughs> but but Laura, you were much, you know, oh yeah, you know, and- younger than the average age, and and you know that age gap. How did that for, for some couples that can be a challenge? How how did that play into your early relationship, the early parts of your marriage? Because we knew each other when I was younger. I mean, Jim's best friend mm-hmm. was our was my youth pastor from the time I was in sixth mm-hmm. grade on, and so I yeah, I mean, I remember Jim back in those days, um, and when we made that transition, um, which was like between a summer, you know, from when I was 19, Mm -hmm. I went away to um, work at a summer camp and, and Jim wrote me letters during that time, just a few Mm -hmm. little Mm -hmm. silly letters. And you were just Mm -hmm. born, Trevor. There were some pictures of you in these letters. You were a newborn. And um, I've always been a pivotal part of the relationship. You were so, so pivotal in our relationship. Um, But when I got back from camp, there was just a different tone and we acknowledged it probably soon after we started dating that, you know, this is, could be weird. And I know mm-hmm. Jim spoke with, you know, his good friend Kumi um, to see, mm-hmm. okay, is this going to be an appropriate age difference? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and honestly, said I, mean, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I it, there, there was, there was something different when she came back from camp because I mean, when she left, yeah. I mean, she was, and, and I'd known her for quite a while, and so she'd always been mm-hmm. young. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, you you grow up at some point, and here she is in nursing mm-hmm. school, and and she is at twenty. She was much more mature than I was at twenty eight, mm-hmm. twenty nine, <laughs> and so you know, it was it was a good fit. And and yeah, so yeah. so you talk about the age difference, and and I wasn't sure because. You know, like Lori said earlier, I, you know, I was teaching high school when she was still in high school, and right, and we knew each other, but there was no no, um, no attraction and even no thought of it. But when right. when it became something that I looked at Lori and said, 
okay, this is something I'm interested in. I, I asked my best friend, I said, what's the youngest person, you know, that I should be able to go out with? And Lori had just turned 20 and, and he said 23. So <laughs> right, right then it's like, like oh no, because he yeah. honestly thought it was somebody else I was interested in. And right. so then when right. I finally broke it to him, his eyes lit up and he goes, oh no, that's, that's fine. Because he, he knew Lori's quality. Yeah. Um, right. And, and that she was a, a very worthy person to be interested in. Mm-hmm. So, nice. yeah. but yes, it, it yeah. was awkward because we had known each other for so long. Um, but the mm-hmm. age difference thing, I don't think except for those few moments was really a big deal. Yeah. And we had, yeah. you know, our, you know, my family, new new gym sort of and Mm -hmm. your mom i think had seen me i don't think she ever really met me much um but the people around us like with our our church families were like oh this is great except there's a couple that didn't Mm -hmm. think i was quite good enough for you oh and there were there were several people that that knew i was not good enough for her yeah i would have no chance so yeah so, yeah, we right. proved them wrong. We did, yeah, you had haters, haters, yeah. as haters, the, as the yeah. you know, young people say. <laughs> um, so, so you know, we get married, and and you know, um, you know, for a lot of people in those early years, they're trying to figure out, all right, what are we going to do next here, right? You know, we're we're newlyweds, we we you know are building a life together, and and there's a decision a lot of couples make: should we or should we not have children? Right, you know, and some couples obviously don't make that decision. Like for people, some people that's made for them. Um, now, what was this like to approach this topic? Well, at, at the very outset, when we started dating and and started talking about marriage, and the the thought of kids came up, um, I just I said, let's not think about it for five years. You know, let's just, let's not make a decision for five years. More than thinking about it, we wrote it out. Yeah, we, we wrote this down, <laughs> mind you. We were, we you were wrote this down. in line at Hunt for Red October when we had this five-year thing. I remember, I remember this story yeah, and, at Hunt for um, Red October. It, and I think Jim still has the, you know, yellow legal pad with red felt hip marker that Lori and Jim, we won't make a decision about kids for at least five years. And that as long as mm-hmm. we're together, I will not have a cat. <laughs> So that, those were the two, yeah, the two things that we, kids. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> would you call this a prenuptial agreement? This was kind of like a prenup, you know, in a way. Well, that'll be your next podcast, you know, yeah. like couples that don't have cats and why. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so no cats. There's still a chance that, you know, a cat may come into our lives, but, um, Right. <laughs> so, so we agreed. We agreed to this yeah. for the first five years. Now, internally for both of you, what were you thinking? Like, what was going on in your mind at that time? Oh, we will definitely have kids. Yeah. That was your thought, yeah. Lori. That that we're gonna have we're kids eventually, for sure. You know. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it, it's funny because when I think about coming up with a decision, I I never look back and go, you know what. I always expected we'd have kids or I never expect, mm-hmm. I just really never stopped mm-hmm. to think about it. It's just, you know, life is going on one day at a time. And mm-hmm. um, as much as I plan for the future of several things, I mean, financially, I, I always plan for the future. I never mm-hmm. thought about future with kids or without them and neither negative mm-hmm. or positive. So it, mm-hmm. you know, to hear Lori say, yeah, I, she knew we were going to have them. I, 
didn't say one way or the other, or didn't really concretely think one way or the other, yes or no. But I, but I also knew that we wouldn't do it unless we were all in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. for sure. And, and, and some part of this decision-making, um, I think for either, even for or against, um, you know, Jim and I mostly Jim for a long time. And then me later on had a role in caring for his dad who was disabled. And mm-hmm. that was, I mean, something that we, we, I came into the marriage knowing that that was going to be part of our, mm-hmm. our marriage is, um, mm-hmm. is his dad. And we lived mm-hmm. close because of it. Um, and that's a reason that we stayed in Southern California for as long as we did before we mm-hmm. moved was so that we would be able to be nearby um, Bo and provide some help. And I do think, putting into Jim's head, I, I do think that his role as a caregiver impacted how, how much you wanted or didn't want kids. Oh, I, I mean, I, it, it's part of the, the thinking process. I mean, Helping dad was very time consuming. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, children uh, not only expect, but uh, deserve, you know, all of your attention um, that you yeah. can give them. And, and mm-hmm. I recognize that. And, you know, but, but there are people that put up with a whole lot more than I ever have and still mm-hmm. are wonderful parents. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'd have to say, yeah, Lori's right. She knew that that was part of my thinking process. And then, you know, that, that just makes me think about, okay, am I able to do that? Am I able to? And you had this thought that you really wanted to be all in, right? With kids. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, there's so many pieces to a puzzle about, you know, a, a decision. And, and there's no one specific thing, but yes, mm-hmm. uh, dad was part of it. And um, I know my own personality about uh, always wanting to be the best of, of whatever I can be. And then, then you start to mm-hmm. doubt yourself. Well, could I really be? And I know that new parents always go, boy, how am I going to do this? Um, sure. But, but they all rise to the occasion. And I think that yeah. if we had decided to, then I'm sure that I would have written I hope that it would have risen to the occasion. And we we talked yeah. about a lot probably after that five years. Um, right, yeah. I'm wondering about that. Yeah. So we get five and, years in. You know, we we never were at a place that were like, yeah. I mean, there was times that I was like, couldn't imagine what life would be like if we chose not to have kids. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I couldn't imagine necessarily having kids. It's it's um, mm-hmm. a, a little strange, but there's um, and you know, I know we were going to a church that had a small Sunday school class, and mm-hmm. this really stood out for me. And I think we talked about that too. And um, and so it was mostly young married and probably people that were a little yeah. bit younger than. Jim, little older than you, <laughs> um, but um, and you know, cheering a prayer request, and this this um, this couple and uh, a man was just he was heart sick and heartbroken because they hadn't been able to have a second child, and mm. just the pain in his in his heart and his voice and, and as he was mm-hmm. sharing it, I mean, it was heartbreaking. 
And mm-hmm. I remember very vividly going home saying, I don't feel that passionate about yeah. having children that I'm to a point yeah. that I would be heartbroken. It was more, this is sort of what is expected right. of, right. of uh, a couple in a stable marriage in a stable home. Mm-hmm. It's the next step. And, right. you know, Trevor, we had so much fun together and yeah um and i think we we had become so close that it was honestly i i didn't think it could get better and i think it could have gotten a lot mm-hmm. worse <laughs> you know because i didn't <laughs> have that know. stress of right of, yeah um you know with with kids and so there was times that i was like yeah i really 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 think we should and i mean there were times that i i thought i was pregnant and and we kind of were like, okay. And it was like, mm-hmm. I think if it came up that I, I turned out to be pregnant, I think we would immediately be all in, mm-hmm. you know? And we, sure. we even talked about that, like, oh, what if, you know, unexpectedly and, but we never were. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. enough time went by that it was okay. You know, now I'm approaching 35 and, um, mm-hmm. and, and we, we got to a place that we decided that we are not going to even consider it any, any Mm -hmm. longer. Um, And that felt incredibly peaceful. And it's really interesting. I mean, Lori was saying that, you know, it's uh, there was part of it where, you know, you're thinking it's it's just part of the process of, of adulthood and, Mm -hmm. you know, our, are we going to follow that process? And, yeah. but, but we had become, like she was saying, so comfortable with just the two of us um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that there were times that, man, don't, don't want to mess this up. Um, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, our, our friends were having kids and, and it was right. so funny to hear that the same couple would say, boy, you guys, how great it is not to have kids. But yet, on the yeah. other hand, they'd say we wouldn't change a thing, you it, know, sure, for, right. for anything. The greatest joy yeah. in their lives. Yes, and I yeah. really believe that it probably is. And that's what's so yeah. interesting about being able to to like look at two sides of the same coin to mm-hmm. think, okay, there's right. another life that we may have had that yeah. you would have, you know, cousins that you know were right. looked like us and. Um, right. And that would have been probably pretty cool. And mm-hmm. then there's the selfish part that now that, you know, we're, you know, getting closer to retirement that we also see that we're pretty mm-hmm. instrumental in taking, helping our families. And, yeah. you know, we're just going to be relying on our nephew, Trevor, <laughs> to be the one that <laughs> There you go. Yeah. But yeah. There's, there's, there's definitely the awareness that, okay, we don't have right. that and not to consider that you, even having children that they would do though, you know, be in a place to right. um, emotionally, physically, anything to um, provide yeah. support. But, you know, that was definitely something now I, I look at. Um, and but we it, didn't think about that when, you know, 25 years ago, right. Never, never well, thought about it. Is, it it's the thing I'm curious about is like, you know, nowadays, a lot of people, there's a, there's a lot of younger people that are getting married and very consciously choosing not to have children, yes. you know, 
cost of living, various concerns people have about, you know, having kids, reasons why they're choosing not to have children. Um, your generation, th this was a less common yes. choice that people yeah. would make, right? You know, I'd imagine, you know, you, like you're describing friends of yours that had children and, and just like you're saying, that's just kind of what you did, yeah. right? So what was it like to be getting questions, mm -hmm. to be, you know, having assumptions about like, you know, you're, you know, when are you going to start trying or, you know, all these sorts of things. And, and I, and I'll, I'll say first, just because I had it easier. I, I think that goes on the women's side oh. a whole lot more than the men's side. Yeah. I, sure. I don't think yeah. I was asked more than once or twice um, about, wow, Hey, really? you're, so, you know, well, yeah. are you going to have kids? You know, when are you going to have kids? And yet I'd hear all the time from, from Lori. Yeah. So-and-so asked, yeah. you know, when are we going to start having yeah. kids? And so yeah. I never had to deal with that, unfortunately. <laughs> I did a bit more. I mean, when yes. I was, a, a, you know, a young nurse and, you know, um, you pick up a little weight and so many of my colleagues, oh, Lori, I'm like, no, it's a burrito. Really? It's burritos. It's a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not a baby. And um, wow. So, and so, yeah, with colleagues and, um, you know, I, I think our parents are both sets are really respectful. Yes. That, and that I tell you what, that that's something that uh, yeah, we I were. look back and, and I'm so grateful for that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I know my parents never brought it up, at least with me. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I about, don't think they ever brought it up, but I would say and I'm sure that it was a topic mm -hmm. of conversation because my my and our family, Jim, and your mm -hmm. family, Trevor, um, we talk about things, mm -hmm. <laughs> and and um, and and so I'm sure it was a topic of conversation. Maybe when we weren't there um, about, you know, when or if or you know, or why haven't they? why haven't they? You know, it's Jim. Mm -hmm. You know, Lori, yeah. I'm sure would want children, but Jim is keeping her that from her, and how sad. And you know, but for women from any, almost any time you meet people that's one of the questions that is like hey so do you have kids yeah. and right. when i was you know of childbearing years which i haven't been for many years but um there was the almost like the next question was well why and mm -hmm. this was i i gotta think i'm so thankful that for us it was a choice and for mm -hmm. a lot of people it's a heartbreak and right. that people are having to answer time after mm -hmm. time, you know, you have a go to right. get your hair done with a new person cutting your hair. And that is what we're talking about. And like, huh. mm -hmm. um, the worst was after we had chosen that we're not going to have kids, I had a, mm -hmm. a healthcare provider that um, was a, a, you know, a nurse practitioner that you know was mm -hmm. asking about, I said, you know, we, we chose not to. And, and she just like, well, that's a really interesting and selfish choice. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, are wow. you kidding me? And wow. at your most vulnerable, at your physician's office, yeah. the provider's office, yeah. that I got asked Jeez. that. And, yeah. um, and I was like shocked. And I remember walking right. to my car afterwards and thinking, there, there's no reason in the world why I should be feeling like this right now, feeling like I'm defending yeah. myself. I yeah. actually went back in right. and went and found the nurse manager and the manager of the out. And I said, you know, this is what happened. This is not okay. And I could yeah. not be made to feel this Good way. For you. And, um, and so they, I filed a complaint and, um, yeah. and the health plan even followed up later. And, 
and I got a new mm-hmm. provider. And um, yes, but that would be kind of awkward <laughs> you continue <laughs> after you filed the complaint. <laughs> that, was, that was terrible. Um, yeah. And yeah, and but it, you know, with the people that knew and loved us the most, mm-hmm. it we were we were good and they yeah. were incredibly yeah. respectful and, um, right. And, and support. Yeah. The, the yeah. saddest thing happened though, was, you know, we were buying cute little ornaments at I think William Sonoma, mm-hmm. um, for to stick in people's stockings. And there like was Christmas, Christmas they're like Christmas tree ornaments for Christmas. And there was mm-hmm. a cute little set of little, um, silver silverware that just, you can put up on the tree. And there was just so mm-hmm. adorable. And I picked that up and put it in, um, Jim's mom's stocking and she pulled it out and she was like oh what does this mean and we're like it's a, it's a Christmas oh ornament. no and, and so we saw the oh yeah oh. right so right. I think that would be the probably the the most that she ever showed direct yep. disappointment mm-hmm. yeah yeah, but we blame yeah. you for that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> thought it was it was adorable, <laughs> little William Sonoma. Yeah. Now, now you know, y'all kind of went through this, you know, fifteen year process mm-hmm. of deciding officially to to not have children, yeah. and 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 you know, feeling like, hey, that's the that's the thing we want to do with our marriage, and and for many couples that are meeting or thinking about getting married. A thing that people will talk about is you have to be on the same page when it comes to this, this choice of having children or not before you get married. And, you know, y'all had your notepad, right? (laughs) (laughs) I guess you could say literally you're on the same page, right? You both wrote uh, wrote that down. Um, But does it, as you look back on it, do you ever think, wow, that is kind of amazing that we did not know truly what we wanted going into this well it's interesting because you say yeah uh, people think that they need to be on the same page for that and we're on the same page for let's not decide until later um yeah and and which is not being on the same page of yes or no um right and so yeah that's an interesting thought because you know we just enjoyed our time together and yeah. I don't think we let that weigh down on us at all. Yeah, we kept on. I but it could have, right? I mean, like, yeah, if, I if either. And I do remember right. thinking, it, okay, well, let's wait five more years. You know, and I and and knowing yeah. that I was incredibly young when we got married, I had mm-hmm. at least fifteen to twenty years of right. assumed fertility. Um, yeah. Ahead, and um, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember even thinking. Oh, you know, if we really wanted to, do we want to like harvest eggs and maybe then be really ready? Yeah. And we're like, right. eh, nah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and you know, there's pressures of finances, yeah. but we were always really okay. And we yeah. enjoyed traveling and planning mm-hmm. for traveling yeah. and, you right. know, getting their house paid off, you know. Mm-hmm. 15 years ago yeah. and um, the house in right. California, not our house in Hawaii. Um, But those are things that I know we would have exchanged, but I think if we were both all in, I think we would have gladly exchanged it. Totally. Yeah. And I think that that's what you're describing is it's, it's an interesting two sides of the coin, right? Where it's like, all right, there's a world where we could have done that and it would have been 
all the positive things that, you know, the benefits and drawbacks of having children, right? right. You know, and you all looked at that really, you know, you, you, you considered it, you know, and discerned that, you know, the benefits and drawbacks of a life with no children, that's the path we want to take, right? You know, right. and so I wonder, you know, for, for many folks, like you're saying, it's, it's much more clearly defined what you're going to get you know, and what it's going to cost you to have children. What about, you know, the benefits and drawbacks you've seen throughout your adult lives Mm -hmm. and now as you're entering retirement of not having kids, like what, what's, what's good about that? Like that's unique and what's challenging about that. That's unique. Um, for me, those things are very clear. Um, financially, I I, I look at my Mm -hmm. friends who have, have had kids and there's a couple of them that that I'm willing to sit down with and, and we'll start thinking about, Okay. Yeah. I've probably spent about a million dollars, you know, ha- having children. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Good for you. I didn't. Right. Yeah. And, yes. And so I, I know that financially that uh, it was a whole lot easier not to. Mm-hmm. I know that right. time wise, um, not only I could do things that I wanted to do. Um, we mentioned that I like to go play golf. There was never a time that I couldn't play golf because I should be doing something with my kids. And um, it it was always funny to hear guys say, you know, I got to do this or that with my kids. And I'm thinking, Oh really? Mm -hmm. But in reality, it's like, good good for you. You know, I'm I'm totally doing that. And so, you know, financially the the time aspect of it is huge. Uh, The negative is something that we now are starting to see because mm. we know it'll be our future of um, we are, we're helping parents do things now, whether it's yeah. physically or financially or just emotionally, emotionally yeah. you know, right. lining up doctor's appointments and stuff like that. Right. And right. now we start looking at, well, who's going to do that for us? Yeah. And, mm. You know, so we start being a little bit nicer to the neighborhood kids. Yeah. And so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, the rats don't visit the uh, the Halloween candy as early uh, <laughs> each each year. And, and so, but but that's a thought. That's a real thought. It's like we it are. It, it's it's thinking about. You know, if 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 I had to say that there's a, at least at this point in my life a number one negative, that would be it. You know, knowing mm-hmm. about the future. And, and, and who's going to be involved in helping us when we need it? Which is the dichotomy is that that's more selfish than living for ourselves, you know, anyway, like, sure. you know, that, right. okay, so who's going to take care of us when we're, we're older? Right. Um, well, it seems like, Jim, especially for you, there was a strong value that was, you know, um, imprinted on you see taking care of your father you know dealing with it even though you you did it you know joyfully it was still this thought of like hey this would be something a child of mine might feel compelled to do if i was in a similar situation and you know perhaps not wanting them to feel that and 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 that's very true and that's very it's difficult for me to come to grips with because i would never want my dad to look at me and say you have to do this or you don't feel like right. you have. And, and I, I would never want him to feel like I was doing it because I had to. Um, yeah. And, and so, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want somebody else to be in that position, but mm-hmm. I am so blessed to have been in that position. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and that probably more than anything else, I think really made us become partners, which I'm sure mm-hmm. like you and your lovely wife, I mean, are very much partners in the raising of your mm-hmm. children. And I see mm-hmm. that even though we live so far apart, but with, um, with Jim's dad, especially in probably the last five to seven years, um, it, it was, it became quite a lot. And we, I mean, mm-hmm. but we were able to, I mean, give a lot of our, our time and attention. And, and I don't know if we could have done it as well if we weren't able to do it together, you know, yeah. and doing, right. it, doing it together. And, and if we had children, then having to worry about, yeah. Um, th- there were late night trips to the ER oh. with my parents yeah. and, and right. Lori and I, w- w- uh, we're partners and we'd go together Yeah, and, yeah. and I can't imagine going without her or having one of us decide, okay, who's going to stay home with the kids yeah. and who's going right. to go and, and that kind of stuff. And so, yeah. you know, you know, to be able to say we were fortunate not to have kids at that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it, it's kind of a strange yeah. thing to say, but in reality, yeah. I think that's what it was. Well, I think that's the thing that's good to highlight, right? Is that uh, both of these paths, you know, having children, not having children have their benefits and drawbacks. Oh, like it's not like yeah. there's only one way, right. Or that, that a couple has to do marriage. And, and you're saying like, Hey, this was that, that allowed us to do something that was meaningful yeah. right, for us. And, and for, but you know, I, I tell you, for I your think parents. I would love to meet our kid, you know, that would be the, yeah. the unique combination um, right. There are various quirks and positives, and I, I, just, yeah. I imagine like oh, that would have been so cool. And yeah. you know, I had, you know, I had, you know, what five nephews? Is that how many nephews I have on my on my family side? And then mm-hmm. we have what five on your family side and a niece. Mm-hmm. And you know, they were parts of our lives. But I tell you, yeah, even though we don't see them much. I think Jim and I both had just a different experience when our nephews started having mm-hmm. kids. It just felt mm. different seeing this, our yeah. great nephew and then niece, mm-hmm. nephews and niece. And I, and I got to think that's a tiny glimmer of what grandparents feel. Yeah. And right. that, that generation removed, we were at a different place emotionally to just like be in awe of, you know, these, mm-hmm. these kids we see grow up, become parents and they're amazing mm-hmm. children. Um, yeah. So. But it, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's funny to think about it. If you're one of the people that believe in the parallel universes, <laughs> you know, the parallel <laughs> universe that has been yeah. Jim and Lori and, and they decided to have kids, what would have that like? Right. And, and, and we, we think about it every once in a while, what it have been like. Totally. And, yeah. you know, my first thought is, boy, it sure would have been nice to have somebody else mow the lawn for me instead <laughs> of me doing it. Um, yes. And, yeah. you know, the, the, the people that, again, my, my friends who have kids, it's the joy of their life. And right. it, it's, it's just right. funny to think about, you know, and I talked about finances, how willing they are oh. to give up everything they have yeah. for, for children. Right. And, and I look, wow, yeah. how do you do that? And, yeah. you know, and, but, but, but parents do. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's just, right. It's just what they do. And you, I'm not sure they right. could even explain it, but so yeah, right. the, 
what would have we have been like? I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, but but we're happy with the decision that we made. And totally, um, I'm if, if if there was a DeLorean that we can do some time travel and go back, yeah. would we make a different decision? I, I don't think so. And what is right. I think an incredibly fortunate thing, and this is you know getting into more personal stuff, but um, you know I ended up having to have a, a mild procedure a couple of years ago. And I, I found out that my chance of actually becoming pregnant and sustaining a pregnancy mm. were pretty slim and none. And, mm. um, which was, and I remember even coming out of anesthesia and the doctor's telling me this, I'm thinking, Oh, I'm really sad for the Lori that would have wanted kids <laughs> <laughs> because I, that, you know, what a, yeah, what a tender right. thing that I didn't have to experience um, with multiple yeah. miscarriages. I mean, cause that's, that's what would have happened. And mm-hmm. um, I am, I'm so thankful that we were spared that because right. that, that would have been really hard. It would have been difficult. Yeah. But it's, it's, it is fascinating though, right? Yeah. That y'all went through a process and it was it doesn't seem like it dominated the early part of your, your marriage, but it was a thing you were thinking about and talking about. And ultimately it might've, you know, not been possible, yeah. um, but, but, but I, you I know made the choice, but I know for, I, I can't say a fact, but I know that if, if we weren't able to physically, then we'd still have kids. Yeah. Um, adoption right. just, in what I've seen yeah. um, in my life as a high school teacher and seeing, yeah. you know, young kids having kids and, mm-hmm. and kids going up for adoption, um, a- adopting mm-hmm. it is a fabulous thing. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I've, yeah. I've got friends who adopted kids and mm-hmm. to, to see that the love that they have for them is absolutely no different than their biological mm-hmm. children. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that, that is that's always an option that shouldn't be looked at as, you know, it's a secondary choice. It's not a secondary choice. It's a choice that, you know, if if you can't do one thing, you can still have kids. And Mm -hmm. uh, I would Mm -hmm. encourage it greatly to anybody who is wanting to have kids. (laughs) We didn't. Right. Yeah. Or fostering. Yeah. Fostering. Yeah. 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 Totally. That would be, but, but again, it's not something that, we had experience. But you never know. Yeah. I mean, something could happen that would would change that. Even with mm-hmm. you, I just don't know if if things would. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there so, a, so now there is a chance. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we were on everybody's with some of our family members that if both parents were to die, we might have mm-hmm. had nine kids. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that talk about a parallel universe. That is maybe one of the ones you wouldn't want to explore or go to. <laughs> so, so now, now that, you know, you're at this point here, yeah. you know, where, um, you know, you've, you've lived 33 years of marriage. How would you say like your relationship has benefited from the choice you made to not have kids. Like, how did that help your marriage? Well, I, I'd have to say that um, it, it's it's not divided, and so mm-hmm. I, I don't have to. <laughs> and this this will come out wrong, no matter how I say. <laughs> but I don't have to devote any energy to to somebody else. Um, yeah, I, I can totally. devote it to to Lori. 
Um, mm -hmm. And of course, she'll say, yeah, how about devoting a little bit? <laughs> but, <laughs> when are you going to start? I'm looking forward to this day. But if there's issues, that, I mean, our marriage isn't a perfect one. I'd say it's a great one, but it's not a perfect one. Yeah. And, and there are times that things don't go well with us, but there, we can always focus on each other at this point. And we don't have to worry about, you know, another variable in, in the mix. And so mm -hmm. uh, for me, I'd say that's where the benefit is here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, because we have been able to just be focusing in on each other and kind of what would make the other person happy and what were things that mm -hmm. we want to have ideas to plan for that, mm -hmm. um, we can, which we really in, yeah. enjoy traveling still and um, things that we intend to continue doing. But um, yeah. there was something that had gone through my head that I was, anyway, it's gone now. Yeah, hey, that happens. <laughs> if you had kids or not, that would still yeah. happen. It was, it was, yes. it was going to be one of those nuggets that probably would have, you would have been able yeah. to put as the title of your book. And Sound yes. bites for years to come. Well, well, what's, so speaking of titles, you know, the, this podcast is called Marriage Stories. And I like to think that every every marriage is its own unique story, you know. And, and so what would be the title of yours? What's the title of your your marriage? I'm gonna cry. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Um, I, I'd say the title of my my book or pipe would be my best friend. Mm -hmm. oh. uh, I I was a high school math teacher, and I, I'm not good with doling out great advice to kids about life. Mm -hmm. Because I I taught math, and so when kids mm -hmm. would come in and you know boyfriend girlfriend issues, and you know I just roll my eyes mm -hmm. and go, yeah, well. Um, but then I got down to one thing. I said, there's only one thing I'm going to tell you. I said, when you get married, when you're walking down that aisle, you need to make sure it's with your best friend. Mm -hmm. The mature one, the immature ones would go, oh, gross. The mature ones would stop and go, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not sure that I thought about that when I got married, but mm -hmm. it's been very clear since I got married. And so mm -hmm. that'd be my title. So top that. I, I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna co-author yeah, that title. Um, but you know there is. I remember what I remembered, but it's out of order. <laughs> but one of the things, and it could be, um, it, you're you're gonna love them more as time goes on. We didn't mm -hmm. really go through premarital counseling. We were supposed to, mm. um, and the church we got married at said you have to. So we said, well, okay. We're going to have my grandpa, your gramps. Who was um, a minister. We're going to have him pastor, do yeah. premarital counseling with us. And so we said, okay, we're going to sit down with grandpa to do this. And that'll, you know, we'll check that off our list because we're so in love. We don't need premarital counseling. Absolutely right. <laughs> Who does? No, no marriage is going to be better. And we sat with, with my grandpa in his little study and he and grandma had been married then for probably Oh, at least 50 years, but they probably seemed like they'd been married forever. They seemed always seemed old. And, and, and grandpa's was talking about my grandma who was a wonderful woman, but I, I couldn't see being married in either one of them. But he goes, I love 
I love Grace, your grandma, more today than I ever had when we got married. Mm. And we're like, yeah. The, uh, yeah. I remember rolling my eyes yeah. at that, thinking, and, yeah, right. And then one of the tenderest things that um, Jim said to me, I don't know if you remember it, but we were actually walking to Staples Center to go to a, a game and just, I don't know, talking about marriage or something. And he goes, you know, when gr- your grandpa said that, I said, no way. But he goes, I, I do. I mean, I love you so much more now than I did then. And I'm like, oh, man, no, I love you too. Um, but it was. It took that. I, it took that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was, it was true because we were, we're now more fuller people. We know each other fully, which, you know, when we were mm-hmm. in, engaged for three and a half, four months, five months, um, we didn't know each other. We just knew mm-hmm. that we, mm-hmm. we loved each other and we had a lot of mm-hmm. the same values and beliefs and what we, some of the things we wanted, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think my, my love then compared to our, our love now is, is nothing. Yeah. 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 Well, this has been a wonderful conversation. I think hopefully it'll be helpful for people, you know, that, that, you know, they're deciding to have children or not, you know, certainly it'd be interesting. And I think you do a great job of illuminating how, hey, there's a lot of paths here, yeah. right? There's a lot of choices that you make along the way that, that lead you to where you, you end up. And, you know, it's not necessarily like right or wrong. It's, it's just, you got to go with your instinct, what feels right to you and, and, and what feels right in your relationship. And, and y'all have done a good job at that. So thank you. And, and I can, I can attest to it, obviously, as your nephew up close, I was there when you got married. Yeah, you were, so. you were, you were. I've been there many, with, you could say I've been there the whole time. <laughs> you have, you have. Yes. You were part of our game. This is like the end of The Shining when Jack Nicholson, they show him at the, in the photo. <laughs> the overlook. Oh, so um, thank you so much for joining us today on Marriage Stories and um, looking forward to uh, talking to you probably at Thanksgiving. Yeah, or Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Trevor. All right. Where goes the time? Thank you for listening to today's episode of Marriage Stories. As always, I am your host, Trevor White. Production of this episode was done by Gabe Martinez. Music provided by OK Carol. Our website, where you can find all of our episodes and sign up to receive new episodes direct to your inbox, is launchtoland.com. Once again, that's launchtoland.com. Feel free to follow along on all of our social media channels at launchtoland, as well as our YouTube channel. Starting your own marriage story? Head over to launchtoland.com and check out our premarital counseling video series with host and licensed marriage and family therapist, Trevor White. This comprehensive series will prepare you to take off in the marriage you want. Listeners can use a special promo code PROLOG to get 15% off your first purchase. Once again, that is promo code PROLOG to get 15% off your first purchase. Enjoying Marriage Stories? Please subscribe, like, share, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review. And as always, be sure to join us next week as we take another marriage story off the shelf. Mm